You probably saw him on Last Chance U, seasons three and four, I believe, on Netflix, where he led independence to a championship. They asked me to do a podcast, the Coach JB Show, uh, with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I ain't no math major, but I'm a hustler. I'm going to give it to you raw and uncut. That's Coach JB. Sarah Cheek, mother of four and an OnlyFans content creator. I want to give an unfiltered, be real, true evaluation of different things and, and really share my opinion as well. All in, all gas, no brakes. I love sports. That's just a part of who I am. She's got sports blood in her, so she's on the cover of FHM magazine. I'll never stop trying to reach the top because I still remember how the bottom feels. This is an anomaly, this guy right here. Yeah. This is a unicorn. Ain't nobody gonna say shit about JB. I've got a on my shoulder. Trying to eliminate this soft society we have. I'll drink my yak and smoke my stick. And I'll get it back What up, what up, what up, what up? Real Coach JB here on the solo tip today. Sarah's dealing with the uh, hurricane... Ira, Ina, Ina, whatever the fuck name you guys came up with. That's what she's dealing with in Tampa right now. Sea level and everything like that is going crazy. So I hope she's okay. She's out there in Tampa um, dealing with the hurricane and the weather. That's why I live in California. You guys can keep talking all that shit you want. That taxes and and price tag and gas prices. Go ahead. I don't give a fuck. You can't live here. Don't live here. I don't need any more of you motherfuckers here. Just contrary to belief, I don't need nobody else to move here. I'll be selfish and stick to this 87 degree weather today. Not a cloud in the sky. Not a piece of... I don't feel shit of any type of wind, rain... Hurricane, tornado, we may have an earthquake, but fuck it. I'd rather fucking deal with an earthquake all day long than I deal with a fucking tornado or hurricane. Trust me, I've been in a tornado. Fuck that. Um, yeah, you know what our fucking, ha- our, our natural disasters are here? Homeless people, motherfucker. That is what California's natural disasters are. Homeless motherfuckers. So, go ahead. Talk all that shit. But it's Talk That Talk Tuesday, so talk and I'll talk back, Bruce Helms, motherfucker, dick rider. Come on in here. Make sure you understand this show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Head on over to betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, and get you 50% off welcome bonus. Also... Head on over to CanadipCBD.com. Check it out. Use the promo code COACHJB, all caps. Get you a can, a tin, get you a can, and uh, send me the DM. Send me the receipt. Let me know you got one, and uh, you will be enrolled in the free giveaway of Sarah's bikini sign, my bottle of whiskey, books and posters, plus any free merch we'll give away. You are in the entry of that. If you show me you bought some CBD, at CanadipCBD.com, promo code COACHJB, all caps. Quote of the day, strength does not come from winning. 
struggle develops strength, hardships, and the decision to not surrender is what creates strength. People think strength comes from just winning. Like, oh, I've I, I won in life. I've won a game. I've won here. No, it don't. It comes from the struggle. The strength is developed through struggle. Make sure we don't make any mistake about it. Strength comes from struggle. Straight out. Straight up. Um, man, we had an all-time high today. We had about 500 people live this morning on the Wake Up Show, so I appreciate you guys. Commend you all. Appreciate the loyalty and even the dick writing haters that jumped in. Um, we were on TikTok Live, and, and we'll go back on TikTok Live. But also... Um, Make sure you join and become a member if you're not one, because this is the last week becoming a member. I'm just telling you, this is the last week. We're going to be doing uh, members-only chat. So just understand, we're going to be doing members-only uh, starting next Monday. So just be clear, we're going to do that starting next Monday, members-only. So uh, make sure you become one, and then uh, the rest of the viewership will, will have to see the show later on that day. But live, as far as both... Both shows, it's going to be members-only chat, so make sure you become a member. Um, hey, Bruce, I don't need to explain how to become a member, dog. You're a grown-ass fucking man. It blows my mind that you can't figure it out. Why have 400 other people, 400 other people um, figured it out, but you can't? That blows my mind. Uh, new dick rider in the house, Jalen Donalds. Clap it up for him. New dick rider. Um, we got to have dick rider uh, graphic, dog. We got to get a dick riding graphic uh, for, for all my dick riders. So uh, what's his name? Jalen Donald. Jalen Donald. Um, Jalen Donald. This is who Jalen Donald looks like, by the way. That's Jalen Donald. This is Jalen Donald. Just so we're clear, everybody understands this is who we are arguing with on the internet, okay? That is Jalen Donald, okay? Shout out to Jalen Donald for talking that shit. Um, he thinks he's, you know, he's, he's a mix between Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. He's a, he's a wannabe dick rider. He's a follower. He made a profile picture of a ram in a helmet. Um, oh, it's unbelievable. And, and makes no mistake about it. I want to be no other man, motherfucker. Don't get it twisted. Benji Campbell, appreciate you. Um, you should become a member. Um, man, I don't know. I think the Jets are on the way up. They're getting better. They're getting better. We'll see. Hey, Benji figured it out. Wonder why, uh... My main man can't figure it out. Man, let's just block this motherfucker. I'm tired of dealing with this sorry motherfucker. Um, Bruce Helms, you are, you have one minute. You're on the ticker. One minute to become a member. And if you don't figure it out, I'm blocking you. So figure it out, Bruce Helms, because everybody else figures it out. You got one minute. Everyone in the chat knows who's original. They know. They'll start counting down for your ass because they know. I don't do the dick riders. Uh, I don't do the fake-ass trolls. You got to pay to fucking play with me. We're here on this Talk That Talk Tuesday. Um, 
My live access was suspended on TikTok already? Come on. Come on, dog. TikTok, TikTok. Well, they actually banned me on TikTok, too. So now I got to appeal it. Uh, bullying and harassment. Come on, dog. I can't go on TikTok, Steve Mack. I keep forgetting. Uh, I, was, I was actually in a good mood just talking shit. It ain't no big deal. But it'll ban me for a few days. God damn. Um, it is what it is, man. TikTok is soft. God damn. How the fuck did they ban me for bullying and harassment? I've never been a bully. Come on, man. Ten buck, I got to get it together. You need to become a member, too, before I block your motherfucking ass. But anyway, strength it comes from struggle. Quote of the day. A um, lot of discuss today. Lots of discuss. We got, uh, we got a packed show. Um, there, is no, there is no platform for me, dog. I'm sorry. We, you know there isn't. I'm sorry. Uh, there just isn't a platform for me. But So I got to play the game, you know. Um, I got to play the game. It is what it is. It's my ass, you know. But go to CoachJBStory.com. Get you a bitch-made cat shirt. Get you a bitch-made cat hat. Because a lot of you are bitch-made cats. You need that in your life. Um, but what do I know? But what does JB know? We're going to break into the all things that what JB don't know and don't know and don't knows and knows and don't know and Bo knows and all the motherfuckers that know on Twitter. We're going to break it down and see what Coach JB knows. Who knows? Um, what I do know is a lot of the dick, dick riders, though, look like this. That's it. They look like that. Dick riders on the internet... That's who you argue with, dog. Stop arguing with the motherfuckers. That's who it is. I do it because I'm a professional at it. You don't need to do it. You need to just stay out of that shit. It gets it gets real, you know, gets real fucking controversial. You know what I'm saying? It gets real controversial out here. So make sure you, uh, you're clear. Um, CoachJBStore.com, get you some merch. We got plenty of it. We got all kind of merch. We got all kind of shit. Whiskey bottles. Book. I got my book on there. I'll sign it for you. I got a poster. Plus all kind of other shit. Plus you can get you some Coach JB, you know, shit like this. This shit actually works pretty good. Appreciate all the OGs in the house. Lucy. Um, Jay Henry's in the house. Brian Martinez, Brian Case, all you guys uh, that have been here from the gate. Coach Ant's back in the house. Um, my boy Josh, my main man, my Uso. Um, a lot of guys are back in the house. Make sure your Rockhead's in the house. We got all you guys. want to give you guys a shout-out. Uh, make sure you, uh, you guys are uh, getting what you deserve, man. Let's enter the foreplay part of this show, man. I, I wanted to uh, first of all, I want to get into a. Uh, I want to bring into. I want to get into the uh, poll question. Poll question. Poll question on the bottom. If Dak Prescott was healthy, do you start him or keep Cooper Rush? Who is the starter in Dallas if Dak is healthy today? Drop your comments down in the box. I'm curious on what you think. Uh, I made a video last night. I think he's better than Dak. I'm just telling you. I think this Opie redheaded motherfucker is better than Dak. 
That's just what I think it is. That's what I think it is. Um, so, Joe, what's going on? Is there a hurricane? Is Sarah engulfed? What is the deal? She can't make it on the show, obviously, because she's in a hurricane. I spoke to her. They're evacuating her area as we speak by police. The police are, are, are evacuating her. Um, so, just throwing that out there. Um, so, Gorgon's in the house. What up, Gorgon? Um, but, is it, poll question. If Dak's healthy tomorrow, do you start him or keep Cooper Rush? What is the answer? Drop it in the box. I want to hear your uh, your take. We're going to enter the foreplay part of this show. Clap it up. We're entering the foreplay portion of this show. Brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Head on over to BetOnline. Promo code Believe, B-L-E-A-V-5-0. Uh, get you 50% off. Hey, man, baseball still in swing. College football, NFL talk. Monday, Thursday, Sunday, NFLs. Damn near every other day. Uh, you can bet it all on Bet Online where the game starts. Um, four players show. We're gonna get into a few things. Phil Mickelson and three other live golfers backed out of a lawsuit. My 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 boy Pat Perez backed out a while back, but Phil Mickelson just backed out of the lawsuit uh, versus the PGA. Uh, if you haven't noticed or didn't know about that, that's what just occurred. Um, also, um. Way Weary's back in the house. Way Weary. Have you seen yourself, Way Weary? Uh, Way Weary. Do you realize you look like this motherfucker right here? Is that you, Way Weary, at Starbucks? Is that you, Way Weary? <laughs> Is that you ordering a motherfucking uh, Vanilla latte, you fucking bitch-made motherfucker. Phil Mickelson and three golfers back out. Uh, Memphis, University of Memphis clears Penny Hardaway of all NCAA violations. Um, The Chicago Bears are looking to trade for a wide receiver. They need to be looking for a fucking O-line. Fucking, you think receivers is hurting Justin Fields' sorry ass? Hell no. He don't have no O-line. Plus, he's not very good. <laughs> I would be looking for a motherfucking quarterback. Shit. Looking for a wideout? You should be looking for a fucking quarterback. Justin Fields is fucking horrible. Shit. You need to get a quarterback, Justin Fields. Shit. You better get this fucking quarterback out there. You better go get you fucking Cooper Rush or somebody. Um... That's just what I really feel. Justin Fields was fucking through for 100 yards. Just so you know, NFL quarterbacks don't throw for 100 yards in the NFL game. In an NFL game, quarterbacks don't throw for 100 yards. But you guys think he's the shit. (laughs) Uh, Five-star freshman wide receiver, Luther Burden, is suspected to enter the transfer portal from the University of Missouri. University of Missouri. Entering the portal. Oh, times get rough on you? Did times get rough? Is that why you're entering the portal? Are times getting too hard for you? 
I, I, I wish I, I should. Man, every time I, I got access to the portal, I got a new idea, Josh. I got a new idea, dog. I got a new idea, Josh. I think I'm going to reach out to the portal kids and bring them on live. That's what we need to do, Steve Mack. We need to go get the portal kids, hit them up, and get their ass on the show. And let me just talk to that motherfucker. Man, why the fuck is you leaving, homie? Uh, that's gonna that's your last chance Q. We'll call it last chance Q. And I'll break down quarterbacks. I'll ask last tw- chance questions for the Q. The Q can mean all kind of shit. Your motherfucking IQ. See, I just think of shit on the run. Questions, last chance questions, last chance quarterbacks. We can talk it all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. I does it all. Texas A&M loses their best wide receiver, Smith, for the season. Um, see if he enters the portal, too. Mac Jones likely out for multiple games, severe ankle sprain. I talked about him this morning. He's supposed to go try to get an emergency surgery done from his Alabama doctor. So we're, we're going to go see how that works out. Um, yeah, I think that will be. I think I might have to do that, dog. I might have to do that. Um Eddie, stop asking me about Dak, homie. You got the white boy right now. He's better than Dak. Just roll with it. Just man, just man up, homie. Just say, you know what, dog? We got a white boy redheaded quarterback, and he's undefeated. Dak Prescott is on the bench, dog. Riding dick, just like the bench. Dog, get over Dak Prescott, homie. He's not even available half the time he plays. Why do you like Dak Prescott? The motherfucker's shitty. Why do more people like Cooper Rush than Dak Prescott on the poll? 56% of the folks like Cooper Rush. Come on, dog. Dak Prescott's shitty. Man, shut up. Derek Moser, you sound like a dick rider too. Bill's offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey, melts down in coaching, uh, throws his board in the booth after... uh, Josh Allen could have saved the day by making an accurate throw on time. That's it. That's period. That's what he could have did. He could have saved everything. You could have saved saved everything. Um, you should have threw the board at your motherfucking self, Ken Dorsey, because you called a horrible game to score 19 points and have the ball 95 football plays. 95 football plays and you had to fucking... Throw the board at the end on the last play? How about you run the football a little bit with Singletary and balance the fucking game out so Josh Allen isn't throwing the football 63 times a game? How about you do that? Um, Tua is not in concussion protocol. That is very, very ironic. Tua is not in concussion protocol. I'm very curious as to why... Um, that is, I clearly saw him bang his head. I clearly saw him get a concussion. Everybody saw him get a concussion. I don't know if we can find that clip, Steve Mack, but if we can find that clip, that would be interesting. I want you to see him bounce his head off the turf and then pop up and fall down. That is the epitome of what the NFL tries to avoid with the CT and concussion protocol. But we have an issue, Houston. We only pick and choose who we want to pick and choose. That is very, very interesting. So, Tua's not in concussion protocol. The NFL's done an investigation, apparently, and we're going to see what's happening. Um, 
Miles Garrett got out of the hospital after ruining his Porsche. Uh, him and a, another passenger, apparently. I'm glad they got out of it alive. I never want anyone to get hurt or injured or die. But at the same time, it was a rainy surface. I don't know why and how he lost control. Nobody knows. I'm sure he was not just going 20 miles an hour because cars don't just flip out and spin at 20 miles an hour in the rain. But again, I'm not going to assume because assume assumption makers are asses. Um, it makes asses of us all. Kyrie Irving apparently has given up $100 million to stay unvaccinated. I don't know if you know that news, but apparently Kyrie has uh, chose to stay unvaccinated and he has given, given up $100 million. I wish we had a motherfucking... I wish I could give up $100 million to do something I want to do. But, you know, this is the day of the enabled, the enlightened, and, and expecting a handout generation. So, you know, fuck it. We're so well off, we'll give $100 million to say unvaccinated. Because I'm ignorant. And ignorance is life-threatening. That's what it is. Period. So, uh, I don't know if this hurricane is going to stop some games from happening this weekend. Uh, Sarah's being evacuated, so hopefully she's okay. T's and P's to her. I don't know if uh, the game's are going to be canceled. It seems like the hurricane's getting worse. We'll, uh, we'll see. I'm not sure about that. But we'll see what happens. Um, Toko Uso, Brian Greasy as a quarterback coach, first time in the NFL. I don't know. I didn't even know he was doing the quarterback coaching thing, dog. I, I don't even know that. Uh, me and Brian Greasy are on the same All-American team out of, coming out of high school. Me, him, Peyton Manning, Allen Iverson. Those are the four quarterbacks. Just so you know, Google it. Check it out. Look it up. Uh, hurricane going to stop games from happening. I don't know. I haven't seen that. I'm not sure. Uh, but we'll see how that unfolds. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll figure it out. Key number one, all you guys in those backwoods states and Midwest, all you guys in the chat, what do you do when a, when a, when an animal crosses the road? Can you enlighten everybody in here? Because if you ever lived anywhere where deers cross a lot, turkeys, you know, wolves, foxes, uh, I don't know, some of you guys might be so fucking backwood, you have, you have, you know, bears and shit. But what happens if a cow runs across... Thank, thank you. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Murray. Thank you. You fucking run it over. You don't avoid it. You don't try to avoid it and break and swerve all over the place. Like, come on, man. We don't have no poise drivers no more. That's why drivers are so fucking stupid. That's why you see these dumb fucks on Twitter posting them driving crazy through underground parking structures. Motherfuckers that play football. Blows my mind. Hey, Steve Mack, do you have the Georgia kid that I sent you? Uh, I don't see his deal in here. Um, I wanted to bring him up uh, later on. Um, I just reminded myself. Uh, we're going to get into that. Um KJ Jefferson in Arkansas, he's okay. Become a member and I'll answer your question better. Um, we're moving on amicably as we get into uh, the first down segment of this show. It's first down, brought to you by CanadipCBD.com. Head on over to CanadipCBD.com, get you 
50% off welcome bonus using my promo code COACHJB. We're in the first down segment of this show, man. I got to ask. This is a question I'm going to ask. I'm going to bring it up. This is first and ten segment uh, on the Coach JB show. Make sure you pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. Um, hey, dog, you got to Google how to become a member, dog. We got 400 members. They all figured it out, Kenyatta. You got to go figure it out, bro. Is Daniel Jones the guy the Giants can build around? That is my question. Um... I want to get into this NFC East race. I want to bring up the first part of the first and ten segment. Um, Is Daniel Jones the guy the New York Giants can build around? Question. I'm asking everybody in here. Josh Faley said no. I say yes. I say yes all day long. He proved to me last night that he can make big-time throws in big-time clutch situations. I fully think he is fine uh, to build around. He has no O-line. His wideouts are the worst wideouts I've ever seen in football in an NFL game. And I believe Daniel Jones is the guy. I'm sticking to my guns. Just hold tight and wait a minute. Watch how this motherfucker shows up. I'm just telling you. I saw the motherfucker last night make throws that 99% of the NFL cannot make. So you know. Aaron Rodgers... Maybe Mahomes, maybe Allen, maybe Herbert can make the throw that I showed him making last night. I showed it on my show this morning. Daniel Jones is a more athletic Tony Romo with a bigger ceiling, in my opinion. In my opinion, my personal opinion, I think Daniel Jones can be big time. He needs an O-line. He needs wideouts. Just imagine how many fucking balls did Galladay drop last night for first downs that would have moved the sticks and put the Giants in much better scoring position? How many drop balls did Shepard have last night? Two. One of them was almost a fucking fumble. If those guys catch those four balls, those four footballs, um... The Giants win the football game. Daniel Jones is looking like a fucking superstar right now at 3-0. So, I'm just throwing that out there. Um, Eddie Manyweather, you shock me, dog. You continue to become a Dak Prescott dick rider. I, dog, why don't some of you motherfuckers understand there's a difference between a homer and a truth teller? Like... Can y'all just get over yourself, dog? I'm being serious. I'm being honest here. I understand you guys like the Cowboys. That doesn't mean you have to lie to your motherfucking self and think you guys are really that team. I can't believe you really think that Dak Prescott is the guy. (laughs) I say Daniel Jones. Um, I don't get it. I don't. I don't really get it. Here, I'm going to show you something though. So I want you to pull up a Dak Prescott throw, okay? That I want you to pull up a Dak Prescott throw under these conditions. I want you to see him throw it off one foot. He throws it off one foot. Now I want you to see, there's the receiver he's throwing the ball to. The ball is already out of his hand. I want you to show me one time Dak Prescott throwing this ball under those conditions. Pull it up, Eddie Manyweather, motherfucker. You talking all that shit about your fucking boy. 
Show me, motherfucker, that this dude can make that throw. Dak Prescott couldn't make that throw in his fucking dreams, homie. Miss me with your bullshit. Just because you like it and dick ride the motherfucker don't mean he's good, homie. Dak Prescott couldn't make that throw in a million fucking years. And I got the proof, homie. I just showed your motherfucking ass. Where's your proof at? Other than bumping your motherfucking gums. That's all you motherfuckers do, homie. You just talk. You got no fucking proof. I got proof. Where's your proof, homie? Show me a fucking ball that Dak Prescott has ever thrown even close to that Dak, to that Daniel Jones ball right now. I'll wait, homie. Hey, I'm waiting for you, dog. Where you at? Go Google it and show me a ball that he's thrown, dog. No, we're not breaking down Dak Prescott, motherfucker. This ain't your show, homie. You ain't the producer, motherfucker. You dick ride Dak Prescott. The motherfucker's shitty, homie. I'm saying it. I've been saying it. He's shitty. Stop dick riding the motherfucker. You ain't gonna win in Dallas, homie. You might as well become a Giants fan, dog. You might as well become a Giants fan, homie. Real shit. Because the Dallas Cowboys are shitty. And if you think I'm going to stop talking about them, homie, you got me fucked up, homie. You might as well go to Watts and, and, and become a Huntington Beach motherfucker. Dak Prescott is shitty. Period, homie. He's garbage. Now, is Daniel Jones the guy? Fuck yeah, he's the guy. And if you give him an old line and some receivers, Daniel Jones will be an all-pro quarterback. Period. But what do I know, coach? But what do I know? Um, hey, dog, we got real dumb motherfuckers in here. Way Weary said, Cowboys beat the Giants 10 out of 11 times. Miss me with that take. Please tell Way, t- tell way Weary what the fuck that has to do with Daniel Jones. Please, please tell him what the fuck does that have to do with Daniel Jones. Has Daniel Jones been here for fucking eight years, motherfucker? <laughs> Holy shit. Daniel Jones is responsible for losing 11 times to the fucking Cowboys, you dumb motherfucker. We got the biggest dick-riding fucks that come in here and just want to talk. Dog, if you want my autograph or, or, or if you just want to give me one of your bitches, dog, just do it. Don't ride my nuts and... Wish you was me by just talking. Come on, homie. Give me some action. Give me some proof. Show me your resume before you start talking, dog. You sound like a dick rider, homie. You a bottom feeder in my show. Come on, real. Be, real recognizes real, dog. You sound like a bitch, dog. I'm just going to be honest. You sound like a straight dick rider, way weary. Uh, I'm weary of your fucking retarded takes. That's what I'm weary about. You fucking idiot. So we got Daniel Jones. I think he's the guy. All right. Now let's talk NFC East. The way Jalen Hurts is playing right now in this level, right now, Jalen Hurts looks like the Eagles can come out of the NFC, period. A little less the East. They're going to come out of the East. We already know they're coming out of the East. So... I think that the Eagles can come out of the East, and I think that Jalen Hurts, who I'm not a fan of, but he has shown me otherwise this year. 
Jalen Hurts is balling out of control this year, and he's changed his mechanics. I wish Lamar Jackson would do that, and Lamar Jackson could be one of the greatest if he would fucking get with fucking a legitimate quarterback guy. I'll take. I'll. You can come see me, dog. I'll. I'll get you right, Lamar. I've already put it out there. I'll come get you right. But the Eagles are going to win the NFC East unless Jalen Hurts or something up front gets hurt. Someone gets hurt up there. I think Jalen Hurts is going to win the East with the Eagles. Uh, I think the Giants and the Cowboys are going to have a, 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 a competition for second, depending on who they beat and who they lose to outside the division. One of them's going to have a hiccup versus a Washington team um, that I think is going to, I think that Washington Redskins team is going to fucking end up knocking off one of them, okay? Knocking off one of them. Um, so we'll see right now. Lamar is the MVP. I'm not dog. I don't, I tell the, I tell truth. I tell the fucking truth. I don't lie. (laughs) I don't, I don't want to remember shit. I tell you the truth, homie. I don't lie about shit. I don't lie about shit. Lamar right now is the MVP. Guess what though? I've never seen an MVP or a Super Bowl. Been handed out after three weeks. Have you? <laughs> have you ever seen a Super Bowl or an MVP handed out after three weeks? I haven't. I have yet to see that. So, please show that to me. Please show that to me. All right? I want to see an MVP after three weeks get hit. Talk to me in 11 weeks, and let's see if Lamar's still doing this. Then I'll start saying, okay. But it, but still, dog, you got to show me. You got to show me that he can win a playoff game in a Super Bowl. Don't put him as the, as the GOAT. He ain't won a fucking playoff game, homie. Come on, Erica Cannon. Become a member, dog. I'll block your ass too, female or not. All right, so look. We're in the first and ten segment of this show. I believe Daniel Jones can be the the guy in New York. I think they can build around him, and I think the NFC East goes to Philly this year as long as Jalen Hurts is playing the way he is right now with the addition of A.J. Brown being a dynamic receiver, opening up um, Devontae Smith being able to be a quick, dynamic mismatch who had 180 yards last game receiving because A.J. Brown catches all the intermediate big-time tough throws. Um, that is kind of where I am right now, all right? Um, well, the Giants are making a mistake. If you think that their problem is, is, is quarterback, Isaac's Lord, then you don't know football. You don't know football. If you think they don't need an O-line and receivers over a quarterback, then you don't know fucking football. And you just look at the optical thing. You just look at the through the ocular lens like, oh, Daniel Jones don't look too good. No shit. Because he got sacked seven times last night and he got hit 23 fucking times. He got hit 23 times last night. I want to see you, Isaac Lords, go back there and throw the football around and get hit by 23 times. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, uh, Isaac Lords. Is Cincinnati drafting a quarterback? So why does Joe Burrow get passes and Daniel Jones don't? 
Joe Burrow has a horrible O-line. Why is everybody coming to Joe Burrow's defense every time he gets sacked? Why does he? Why do we all save Joe Burrow, but we don't save Daniel Jones, who has an even worse O-line than the Bengals? Horrible receivers. At least the Bengals got some fucking dogs at receiver. Why aren't we fucking giving Daniel Jones the same fucking pass that you're giving Burrow, homie? See, that's why you, you motherfuckers just talk. You have no relevance. You have no backing. You have no resume. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So stay out of my lane. Let me handle this shit. And I'll, 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 I'll guide you. Remember, I'm daddy. <laughs> Motherfucker, I'm daddy. So this is my conclusion for the NFC East talk real fast before I get into some college stuff. Cooper Rush to Dak Prescott is equivalent to Trevor Heineke and Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is going to get his job snatched by Taylor Heineke or whatever his fucking name is. I don't know his name. Heineke. Heineke is going to replace Carson Wentz, okay? And Cooper Rush is going to stay at the helm of the Cowboys because the Cowboys are going to go on a run and win some games. So I'm just throwing that out there, dog. Just throwing that out there. So, um... Hey, Freeman TV, Frexman TV, whatever your name is, you, you, you better become a member before you ever come on here and talk about debating me. Motherfuckers all talk, but, you know, you, you don't got no fucking resume, homie. Where's your resume at, dog? I, I, talk is cheap. Put your fucking money where your mouth is. Like, I got a resume, dog. You could Google me. What are you? What are you doing? Where have you been? You serve my donuts in the drive-thru, homie. Come on, man. Get real. First and ten segment. Um, still in the first and ten segment. Uh, I believe Heineke replaces Wentz. I believe Washington beats somebody in the conference uh, that they shouldn't, like the Cowboys or the Eagles. They're going to they're gonna ruffle some feathers in that division, even though they're a very bad football team. They've given up 82 points. 82 points. They've given up on defense. If Washington expects to be in any game, they better get their fucking defense figured out first. Um, Biggest choke artist of the weekend. My biggest choke artist of the weekend um, is Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Um, Josh Allen... Failed to complete a winning pass in the crunch time again. Again. He has yet to complete a pass worth anything in a meaningful game. He can't beat, he can't beat Mahomes in the playoffs. He can't make big-time throws when it counts. And when there's no pressure on him, he is the James Harden of the NFL. He's the James Harden, dog. He can score 50 all season long. Playoffs come. Motherfucker's a no-show. Motherfucker's a no-show. He can ball all playoff game long against the Chiefs. 
but can't get the win. I don't care. You can blame whoever you want, dog. Some people have it. Some people don't. Period. He's a freak of nature. He can run. He can stiff arm you. He can throw it 80 yards. He can fucking make all the throws. But his fucking mechanics freeze up when he gets to the end of ball games. Just telling you. So, I'm just throwing that out there, dog. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, Cooper Rush, we're going to see if he has the it factor. Uh, Erica Cannon, I, I I think he does, but he's just he's not being asked to do a lot right now. He's not he's not Dak Prescott as far as a talent. I'm not saying that. He's not a fucking he's not a talent uh, equal to Dak Prescott, but he is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. So let's just make sure we're clear. Um, there's no athlete comparable to, to 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 Lamar Jackson. No athlete out there on the field can even come close to Lamar Jackson. But he's not the best quarterback. Like you guys don't understand. You don't understand how to segregate the two. You don't understand how to separate the two between the truth and reality and then your favorite team being a homer and you get butt hurt. <laughs> I, I I get butthurt. Coach talks about my team, man. Oh my fuck. Um, Josh Allen dog can't perform under the crunch time. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. I have yet to see Josh Allen make a play at the end of the game that could catapult him over the top. I'm just telling you, I haven't seen it. Um, by the way, dog, can we please pump our brakes on 10 touchdowns? You know how many games he's played? Three. Do the math. What is that? You act like it's some record-breaking fucking deal. It's three touchdowns a game. By the way, one of the four passes last year, last week for touchdown against New England was a fucking shovel pass. It was a shovel pass, way-weary, know-it-all motherfucker. He shovel-passed a ball. Do you give him credit as the greatest passer of all time because he fucking shovel-passed a touchdown? That was his fourth touchdown, by the way. By the way, he has two of those on the year. Two shovel-passes on the season for touchdowns. Please watch the game. I do watch the game, motherfucker. And I've broke him down many times, and everybody in here can show you that I've broken him down. And have I been wrong yet? No, but you dick riders want to come new to the chat thinking you know every fucking thing. Lamar Jackson completes two shovel passes for touchdowns and motherfuckers calling him the greatest fucking passer of all time. (laughs) I'm going to drop back shovel. (laughs) Ah, This motherfucker... Way Weary really thinks that motherfucker dropped back and threw a 60-yard dime to fucking the tight end across the middle under pressure. Motherfucker shovel past it. <laughs> oh, my God. Some of you guys are unfucking believable I love it. I love it. I love it. Um... Worst performances of the college weekend, man. I got to get to them. I got to bring up my worst performances. Um, 
I'm gonna get. I'm gonna bring them up here on the ticker on the bottom. The worst performances of the weekend. You can agree or disagree to, with me. Number one, Miami Hurricanes. The Miami Hurricanes losing to Middle Tennessee State in a horrible fashion, giving up 700 yards offense, 500 yards to the quarterback, and um, blows my mind. You guys are really, really crazy to think college football is equitable. Because it's equitable, Coach, college football is better. No, it's not. It's horrible. Uh, Georgia. Georgia had a letdown game. And if you want to have letdown games, you're not going to beat Alabama when it counts. Just telling you, dog. You're not going to beat a Nick Saban-led Alabama team late in the season if you have letdown games. Hey, hey, dog. Alabama had their letdown game versus Texas. They had their letdown game versus Texas. Not fucking Kent State. Bama had an opportunity to, to, let's equate this to Bama's schedule, okay? Alabama's schedule, they played Utah State, okay? They played Utah State. Utah State is very equal to a Kent State. Bama beat them 59-0. That is what you do to lower-level competition. Georgia allowed Kent State to score 22 points and be in the ball game in the fourth quarter. So, just throwing it out there. I'm not a believer in Ohio State either. But right now, I'm just talking about worst performances of last weekend. And Miami leads it. Georgia's second. Texas is third. Texas struggled versus UTSA after the Alabama game. They lost last week to a Texas Tech team they should not lose to. And Texas allowed the Alabama one-point loss to affect the rest of their fucking season. And that is coaching one-on-one. We have to have a 24-hour rule. If you win, it's over with in 24 hours. If you lose, it is over with in 24 hours. They held on to that Miami moral victory for too long. And UTSA should have beat them. They lost to Texas Tech. And they have not gotten over the fucking moral victory of losing to Alabama week one. And... That is something you have to get over as a football team, as a program. Everyone, as a program, you got to get over those things. You can't lose that type of game. You ne- you can't lose that type of game uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna be called the uh, team that's on the rebuild and shit. It's just you can't do it. So uh, they're a disappointment. Oklahoma losing to K State. I think K State's beat them like seven out of eleven years or some shit like that. Uh, K-State owns Oklahoma, by the way. In the last 11 years, K-State has a winning record against Oklahoma. There's just something about it. It's a tough game for Oklahoma. Um, But Oklahoma supposedly was going to be these dogs, and they lose. You can't lose those games, dog. You just can't lose those games. I got USC at five. Uh, If you're going to be this team that has 30 transfer portal kids, and all this talent on offense, you can't struggle versus Oregon State. I'm sorry. I get it. Oregon State's better. 
But if you think Oregon State is an upper echelon school right now, then you're fucking sadly mistaken. USC should not be barely beating Oregon State if they want to be a playoff team. Now, the only reason I kept Michigan State off this list and the $9.5 million making Mel Tucker, who's overpriced as shit, right? They've been waxed the last two weeks. They've been waxed the last two weeks, okay? The reason he's not on the list, the reason he's not on the list is because they got beat the week before versus a Washington team. And I talked about them last week. Their season's done. So I'm not even going to put them down as a disappointment. Miami is a disappointment because Cristobal, it's his first year. You can't lose that game. Georgia's a disappointment because you are trying to repeat as a natty winner uh, contender and you just lost nine players to the NFL and your defense looks as good as it did last year and you struggle versus the Kent State team. Again, this is the worst performances of the weekend. Texas, you have allowed Alabama to basically beat you two weeks in a row. And Oklahoma can't get past the K-State team. If you can't do that, you're never going to be in a BCS playoff Final Four. And USC, if you're going to be this highly touted offense that's scoring 45 a game and Caleb Williams, Heisman candidacy and all this shit, you can't struggle and score whatever they scored, 17 points versus an Oregon State team. So that's why I put them as worst performances of the college football season. Now, I want to get to my top five performances of the NFL season, all right, uh, of the week three NFL. When, week three NFL, um, top performers in, in the NFL. I'm going to break that down real quick. Um, let me find the shit. It's fucking hard. Here we go. Top five performances of the weekend in the NFL. I know a lot of you dick writers want to hear this. I got Lamar Jackson as number one. He did it against a Belichick-led defense. All right. He did it against a Belichick-led defense and got to scheme him, and he had four touchdowns. But listen, he had one of them as a shuffle pass, okay? He shoveled one of those balls. I just want to make sure everyone's clear before we just start anointing him the greatest passer of all time. He did have 11 carries for 107 yards and another score. So he amassed for all the yards. He only threw for 218 yards, by the way. Um... Let's not act like he's out here throwing for 400 fucking yards, okay? They are using him in the manner that is going to be most successful for the program, which is the Baltimore Ravens. That is how they use Lamar Jackson. If you think Lamar Jackson is just Jack here dropping back like Aaron Rodgers, then you're fucking surprised, okay? Um, I don't hate him, two rings Montana. See, that's the difference. You motherfuckers think I hate these cats. I love Lamar Jackson. I would have loved to coach Lamar Jackson in college. That doesn't mean I hate him because I'm telling you the truth that he's not a great NFL quarterback. Just because you see this freak of nature running around doesn't make him a great quarterback, homie. How is that hating a person? See, that's the that's the 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 soft cancel culture motherfuckers. You only hear what you want to hear. You don't listen, dog. Y'all motherfuckers don't listen. You hear what you want to hear and you make assumptions. That's period. I've never said I hated Lamar Jackson ever. I said I've loved him multiple times. I know he's a great character. I know he's won an MVP, and he deserves the bag. I've said he deserves the bag. 
He's not worth the bag. Let's make sure we're clear. He is deserving of the bag. He is not worth the bag. Understand. Take some time. It takes some smartness to understand what I just said. Please understand. There's a lot of truth in that message. And if you can't fucking grasp that, then you're fucking not very smart. Two rings, Montana. Two rings, Montana. Did you put one of your ring fingers in your asshole and the other one in your pussy or what? I'm confused on why you're two rings, Montana. Uh, become a member, motherfucker. Um, Lamar Jackson, number one performer of this of the year of the week. Uh, I'm gonna put Cooper Rush in there. Last night's performance on Monday night. You gotta listen to my rationale now. It's Monday night football. I know Eddie Manyweather thinks he could go out there and ball on Monday night football in a hostile environment in New York, but the truth of the matter is, a lot of cats pissed down their leg on Monday night football. Cooper Rush did not think it was too big for him. Cooper Rush balled out last night, and I put him at number two performer of the week. Aaron Rodgers going into a Tampa Bay number one defense in the NFL. They have allowed 27 points all season long. 27 points all season. Aaron Rodgers goes in there with no fucking wideouts. He starts the game off 10 of 10. He ends up being fucking thrown for 270 and uh, a touchdown. And Aaron Rodgers is my number three performer of the week. Tom Brady, even though they lost, he had no receivers. He threw for 271 yards. I think he was like 31 of 41. He threw a touchdown. He is, Tom Brady is very, very, very special for being 45 years old. And for him to perform the way he did against a Green Bay defense that's pretty good, it's going to get better, with no receivers. Cole Beasley was a motherfucker they just brought up, okay? Just brought up Cole Beasley. Um, Brady balled out, and I, I put him at number four on the, on, the, on, the, on the game. And then my number five, Matt Ryan, beating a Kansas City Chief team. Um, the reason Matt Ryan beat out... Jalen Hurts for my top five this week is only because of the team he beat. Because Jalen Hurts had a better football game. I'm, I'll tell you right now, Jalen Hurts had a better game. He's having a better season. I would argue that Jalen Hurts could be in the top three MVP high, uh, race right now. I think he could be in the top three race right now the way that Jalen Hurts has performed to date. Remember, I'm a truth teller. I'm not a hater. I, I, I told you I don't like Jalen Hurts. I don't think he's going to be very good. He has completely changed his mechanics, and he is completely showing it on the football field. Jalen Hurts is surprising the shit out of me. I, I love what I see. I love a motherfucker who takes his job seriously. Unlike Kyler Murray playing video games and, and Lamar Jackson throwing fade balls on Instagram stories during the offseason when he should be throwing digs and hitches and slants and correcting his fucking platform. But he went out and gained 30 pounds of muscle so he can look like a fucking linebacker out here playing quarterback. And all that muscle deters you from throwing the football, dog. It actually changes your throwing mechanics, contrary to your belief out here, Twitter gurus. It changes your throwing mechanics when you throw muscle on your lats. Guess where you throw from? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know if you knew that. 
your pecs, your lats, your shoulders, and your neck, all this deltoid, that is where you throw a football from. You think all that muscle is good for it? Then you don't know football again. (laughs) Have you seen Tom Brady? Have you seen what Aaron Rodgers looks like? They look like fucking accountants in an office space. Do they? Do you think they need muscle? <laughs> but what does JV know, man? What do I know, dog? I hate. I love dropping a mic on some of you motherfuckers. Motherfuckers think Lamar Jackson needs to look like fucking Bo Jackson to play quarterback. Um, Joe Rodriguez, shout out to you. Uh, man, I just thought of it on the, on the fly. I think of it, uh, I prep some things during the week. I always come up with different motivational speeches and that is just something that, uh, I did that week. I, I've not, that wasn't the first time I used that, uh, TJ or a couple guys that are in the chat here that played for me. I've used that before. Dif- I just changed the ending, so to speak. So that's just what that is. But I've always thought of different ways. Thinking outside the box. If you're not a motivator as a head coach or a leader, you should get out of being a head coach or a leader. <laughs> so make sure you understand that. Oh, now my IQ is way over to 194, homeboy. Don't get it twisted. I'm hood smart and street smart, and I'm not book smart. But I'm IQ smart. Believe that shit. Um, That's my top five performers of the week. Jalen Hurts could be in there, but Matt Ryan edged him out because he beat Kansas City, and they may get back on the winning roll. They gave the ball 21 times to the back, and uh, I think that is going to catapult the the Colts, and and they're going to turn their season, just like I think Denver's going to turn their season and keep my uh, prediction alive. Denver Colts AFC title game. Um, I think Buffalo's going to have some hiccups. I do. I think Buffalo's going to hit some hiccups too. I think I think uh, Josh Allen can possibly get hurt the way he's playing with reckless abandonment, and I hope not. I knock on wood that he does not get hurt. But this is the world we live in. If you're not smart enough to take care of your body, that is why Dak Prescott does not play because he's not smart with what he does with his body in the game. Cooper Rush ain't getting hurt unless he gets absolutely blindfolded from the from the kneecap. He ain't getting hurt. Have you seen him? He climbs a pocket, throws the ball on time. He fucking he understands how to get rid of the football. Live to fight another down. That is what the fucking quarterback position is about in the NFL. I don't need to make every single fucking play. I have to be smart with the football, not turn it over, and live to fight another down. But what do I know? What does JB know, dog? I've only sent 28 motherfuckers to the NFL. I don't know. I don't know shit. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. God damn it, Ash. Um, had a little technical difficulty right there. My dog just hit the desk. Uh, if you notice, I'm a little sloped back now because my fucking desk is sloped back. So, um, it is what it is, man. We'll figure it out. We'll see what ends up happening um, with that. But, 
you know, who knows? Um, let me get to my bottom five, all right? My bottom five NFL performances of the week. Um, bottom five should always, it's very interesting to see my bottom five. I know you like that shit. I love hearing the dick writers. Derek Carr at number one. Clap it up. Devontae Adams at number two. Clap it up. Why? Because so, so let's clarify. Let, let me clarify some things real quick, all right? Why the ticker ticks below. Let's clarify some shit out here since JB's such a hater of Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Justin Fields. Since I hate all these motherfuckers so bad, can anyone answer why and who I'm harder on than any of those other quarterbacks? Am I not harder on Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz than I am Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, and Justin Fields? Fucking bullshit. Yeah, I am. I'm harder on those fucking dudes. But I love hearing these fucking coward cunts on Twitter. Oh, JB, racist. <laughs> I love when I hear that shit because good luck pushing that narrative, dumb fucks. Good luck pushing that narrative. So, yeah, I've only coached all black quarterbacks but two. One white, one of the white kids went to the NFL, Brad Sorensen. Um, but what do I know? I'm not very, I don't know shit. Um, Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz, Derek Carr, by far get it harder for me than fucking... Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Justin Fields, all get that. So miss me with the bullshit. Jameis Winston, horrible performance. He needs to go back to selling fucking crab legs. Kyler Murray is unbelievably horrible. He's just god awful. Can we just stop talking about him? Like, I, just stop fucking bringing him up to me. He's fucking horrible. And Justin Fields, dog, does not need to be playing NFL quarterback. He doesn't. If you guys think Justin Fields is good, you are fooling yourself. <laughs> you are fooling yourself. <laughs> and I, I'll ask. Uh, I'll ask. Fucking uh, what's his name? Um, Man, that's some bullshit. Um, I'll ask. Uh, I'll add Jeff. I'll, I'll have golf to it. I'll add golf. I'll add golf. Um, I can add golf. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think golf's very good. Um, I told you that though. I've never thought he was good. I've never thought golf was any good. I think golf is actually horrible. I think the Lions have a good roster on offense. Um, I think Goff is tremendously gifted. I think Goff can throw with pretty much anyone in the NFL. As far as just throwing the football, I think Goff has all the intangibles of throwing the football. But man, he sure can't win no big game. He can't make it. He can't perform under pressure at all. He reminds me of like Derek Carr, Tony Romo, uh, Carson Wentz. He reminds me of those guys. Um, so Derek Carr leads it. Devontae Adams. Dog, where you at? Two catches. But you know what? It's unfair to him because Derek Carr is the one throwing him the football. 
But who's on record? Please just raise your hand. Who's on record in this room, in this show, saying that Devontae Adams is going to have the worst season of his career? Who is on record saying that? I think I am. My bad, dog. My bad, dog. I think I said Derek Carr is horrible. I think I've been saying it. I think I said that from the gate. Um, um, I also have said Levante, uh, Devontae Adams is going to be horrible this year. He's going to wish he was back in the snow in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. He's going to wish he was. So go ahead and keep thinking he's going to ball out. <laughs> Um, Jameis Winston is just in a bad situation. He got a defensive-minded head coach. Offensively speaking, they're bad. Michael Thomas is over the hill. And um, the other receiver has, can't get the football. I, I can't think of his name, but what's his name from Cleveland? Can't get the football. So they have weapons. Kamara's fumbling the football every game. He knows he's about to get suspended next year, so he's like, fuck it. Uh, and Justin Fields just should not be in the NFL, not as a quarterback. He's a freak of nature. I love him. Another good kid I recruited, uh, by the way. He's just not an NFL quarterback. He's just not an NFL quarterback. Sorry. Landry, yeah. And, yeah, Landry, Olave. How do you have these weapons and you can't get them to fucking football uh, over in New Orleans? I don't get it. Um. I wanted to get into my top five power rankings in the NFL. Uh, I want to get into my top five power rankings, okay? Um, I'm going to get into that. Top five power rankings. Uh, I'm going to bring that up real quick. Um, Let me put the banner in real fast. Here's my top five power rankings through three weeks. Number one comes in Philadelphia Eagles. They are my number one team power rankings after three weeks. I have the Eagles as the number one team in the NFL. All right. The Eagles are the number one team in the NFL, in my opinion, right now. That is my, that is who I'm going with. Okay. Um, That is who I'm going with right now. The number one team is the Eagles. Hey, show me that they're not. Best O-line in football, great running game, great defense, good D-line, good DBs, great quarterback play to date through three weeks. Jalen Hurts has impressed me through three weeks. Can he sustain it? We will see. Just like if Lamar Jackson can sustain it, we will see. Um, Yes, Chris Olave is from San Diego. Um, So having said that, the Miami Dolphins have to come in at my number two spot. And, and it's, it, it hurts me to say it, but I tell the truth. It hurts me to say that the Miami Dolphins is coming in at number two only for the reason that the weirdo head coach is just a weird motherfucker. I just don't know how he's getting through to those guys. But you know what? He's 3-0 and in the NFL. So fucking eat crow, JB. That's all I can tell you. I'll eat crow too. I'll say it. Tua has looked better than I thought he would. He better stay healthy. He has looked better than I thought he would. And anytime you have Tyreek Hill um, and Waddle out there, you have some weapons that are top tier that you can get them the football. 
hey, you got a chance to win every week. And the and the Miami Dolphins defense is pretty fucking good. They got great secondary play. They have a good D-line and backer play. And the Dolphins have won a shootout against the Ravens, came back to win that game. They've won a tight game versus the Bills, and they won a low-scoring affair versus the Patriots. They have won every single way you can win in the NFL. And as a head coach, you love to see it. You love to see it. So, do I think the Miami Dolphins are real? No. I think it is a facade. I think it's smoke and mirrors. I want to see this go through at least another six or seven games before I start anointing the Dolphins as a real team. Remember, the Steelers were 11-0, dog. And I knew that team wasn't that good. Even though they still beat 11 NFL football teams. Saying they're not good is kind of an oxymoron. But at the same time, I just knew they weren't that real deal. Uh, they were 11-0. Miami, i just not a believer yet in, in Tua or the head coach. So until I am a believer, hey man, this thing's about doubt. That's what it is, dog. NFL is about proving me wrong. That is what the NFL is. If you don't know that, you've never been in it. I have. I'm telling you. NFL is about proving me wrong because everybody hates on everybody and everybody doubts everybody. In the NFL, you are doubted every single day. Who The person that can overcome the doubt, the hate, the naysayers, the tabloids are the ones that become elite. Historically great. Tom Brady, Dan, uh, Joe Montana, Troy Aikman, Steve Young. Do you realize all these cats were hated on, doubted, and saw themselves in tabloids every day? They overcame it. And those are the greatest of all time. They said Lawrence Taylor would never play in the NFL. Just like Michael Jordan, just like the rest of them, dog, that are great. They took it, they fueled it to the fire, and now they're the fucking historically greatest of all time. Do we have any of those in this batch of guys? I don't know. Is Lamar Jackson that guy? I don't know. I know Kyler Murray ain't. I know Justin Fields ain't. Is Trevor Lawrence that guy? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But very curious, very curious to see if any of these guys can do it. Because I know what guys have done it. I know what guys have done it. So um, we're going to find out. Um, let's get into my college. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, Miami's number two. Buffalo Bills came in at number three, even though they lost the football game. They came in at my number three spot. Um, I think they dominated that game versus Miami overall. I think they just made some bad plays when it counted. I think just uh, Josh Allen fucked up, and uh, that is my opinion. Um, the Vikings come in at number four, and I put them ahead of Green Bay because they beat Green Bay. Period. And I put Bucks at six. I would have the Bucks at six, the Rams at seven. Um, that is kind of how I would have it right now. And I would have the Chiefs at eight. I would put Denver at nine. This is just me spitballing right now. Um, that's kind of where I'm at right now. That is what it is. Um, yeah, dog. Rings is all that matters in this league. 
You, did, you didn't know that? You didn't know that people get cut every day for missing kicks? Do you think a kicker gets cut by an NFL franchise if they're not worried about just winning rings? Uh, <laughs> nah, the Bears are a facade too, dog. I, I said earlier in this morning show, the, the Bears have done a great job. But the, the, what's his name? Everfluce or Fluce or whatever his name is? He's 2-1 as a head coach with no quarterback. No quarterback. Justin Fields is absolutely garbage. And they're 2-1. and one. Can they sustain that? No. I don't believe the Bears can sustain it. But we're going to see. He's done a great job. Whatever his name is. Everfear, Everclear, Everfluce, Everclus. Uh, whatever the motherfucker's name is. Uh, let's transition into my top five power rankings for college. All right. Um... Let's see. I'm sorry. I'm doing my top four, by the way, not five. Because number five, it doesn't matter who number five is. It only matters who number four is. So I'm only going to do the final four to get into the playoffs. I'm not going to do a top five. So this is my top four as of today, college football power rankings. Not the AP, not ESPN. These are JB's top four power rankings in college. I got Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, and Michigan. This is the deal. Ohio State I'm not sold on yet, but I don't know if Penn State can beat them. I think Michigan has a shot at beating them, but I'm going to wait and and hold. It's so early. I hate to say this this type of shit. Uh, I hate hate to jump the gun and, and already put four teams in there. But on the outside looking in, I would have USC and Clemson. I would have Penn State, Tennessee, and Kentucky all on the outside looking in. Um, But as of right now, uh, those are my top four. And uh, believe it or not, that's where I'm sitting right now. Uh, This is the final four for JB if it ended today. All right. SC, Clemson, Kentucky. Tennessee all on the outside looking in. Ole Miss has not played anyone. They're 4-0, but they have not played anybody. They almost lost to Tulsa. They played Central Arkansas. Um, They haven't played anyone of any substance. Um, I don't believe Tennessee has played anyone of any substance either. Kentucky beat Florida. Or did Kentucky beat Florida? Uh, Tennessee beat Florida. Um... I don't know. That's just where I'm at. I don't know if, if those teams have played anyone. Um, Akron don't count. Um, Mercer don't count, or whoever the fuck they played. Um, so that's my top four power rankings for college. Okay, that's my college top four. So I just want to clear that up. Um, we're gonna get to the third and long segment of this show. We're just going right through. Sarah couldn't make it today. She's got a tornado, hurricane going. Um, so, hope she's okay. But uh, welcome into the third and long. We're in the third and long segment of this show. Third and long segment of this show. Um, I want to show the. I want to show the Daniel Jones issue before I get into too much. This is why I believe Daniel Jones is the guy you can build around. Um, 
this is something that um, this is something that we continue to see. Okay, this is why Daniel Jones. That ball is a perfectly thrown football. Perfectly thrown football. He had that happen several times last night. And let me just break this down to you real quick. I want to be I want to be clear with you real fast on why I think Daniel Jones can still do something special. Um He is doing that under duress, under high duress. He is doing that under duress. And by the way, Galladay makes $71 million at the wideout position. $71 million and can't catch a fucking cold butt naked in Alaska. So, uh, I'm just throwing that out there. So, we're in the third and ten, third and long segment of this show. Um, I want to ask you guys a question. This is a question for the chat. And, uh, you know, I, I, I want to throw this out there real quick. After Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, who are the best of the rest? Who's the best of the rest in college football right now after Bama, Georgia, and Ohio State? Is it Michigan, Clemson, USC, Kentucky, Tennessee, Penn State, Ole Miss because they're undefeated? Um, who is it? Who is it? Um, who's the best of the rest? Is it, is it Michigan, Clemson, SC only? Does Kentucky, Tennessee have it? So I guess my question to you, Florida State's undefeated, but you know, uh, are we sold on them? Here's my question to you guys. Who are the blue bloods of college football? And what is the criteria? What is the criteria of being the new age transfer portal pussy era, watered down equitable football era? Who are the blue bloods of college football? And what is the criteria? What is the criteria of this new blue blood college football criteria? I'm curious. Who's the Blue Bloods? So Kaiser said Bama, Ohio State, and Clemson are the Blue Bloods. Are they? So Bama's one, uh, we know, has won more natties than anybody as of late. Clemson has two. Ohio State has one. Georgia has one. Um... I mean, Bama stands alone is a very, very good answer, Gorgian. I kind of agree with you. I kind of agree with you. I agree with Bama being the blue blood right now only because they're consistent. They are consistent. Um, They are consistent. And I think that... um, I believe they are very consistent. I believe that Blue Bloods should always have a shot at getting to the national championship. And Bama has done that. They're either in it, they lose, or they win it, 
And period. Like, they're in the motherfucker, though. They've lost to Clemson twice. They've lost to Georgia. But they're in it. And the next year, they usually win it. So they are the blue blood right now. I would put Georgia, Clemson, Ohio State on the outside looking in. Um, other than that, there is not another t- organization in college football that's even close. You can't tell me they're not even close. There's no other franchise out there even close. So that's my take. Iowa State takes on an undefeated Kansas team. Kansas is three and a half point underdogs. They continue to be underdogs. I appreciate that. Um, I still t- I'm rolling with Kansas. I'm rolling with Kansas and their quarterback play with their offensive uh, juggernaut that they have right now. I'm rolling with KU to cover that. We're going to get into that later on in the week. Brandon Lane joins us Friday uh, after Marcellus Wiley comes on. We're going to break down all things betting. But right now, I'm taking KU early on in the week. I'm taking KU to beat Iowa State. Second-ranked Alabama travels to 20th-ranked Arkansas. Alabama's a 16.5-point favorite. I think Alabama steamrolls Arkansas. I think Alabama... I think Arkansas is it got fucked over by AM losing that game. Fucked them over just like Texas losing to Alabama has done to their program. So that is where I am with that. Uh, I truly think Bama's gonna wax Arkansas's ass. Number five, Clemson takes on number 10, NC State in Death Valley. Clemson favored by six and a half. Um Another intriguing game. It's very, very similar to Wake Forest. I think Wake Forest, North Carolina State, I believe those teams are pretty good. I believe North Carolina State could actually shock Clemson this week. Um, But, hey, I picked Wake Forest to beat Clemson last week. I think Clemson figured it out. I think their offense will get better. I think they're going to beat NC State. That is me talking on Tuesday. Make sure you hear me on Friday, and I'll see if there's anything that has changed. Number nine, Oklahoma State goes on the road to take on 16, Baylor. Number number 16, Baylor, who lost to BYU uh, in horrible fashion. Um, I don't know if this Baylor team's really good. Um, I don't believe they're really good, but obviously, um, you know, are they formidable? Maybe. They're, they're two-and-a-half favorites, point favorites. Uh, Baylor's two-and-a-half point favorites to beat Oklahoma State at home. I'm going to roll with Oklahoma State and the mullet man himself. Um, here's a question on this third and long segment brought to you by CanadipCBD.com. Head on over to CanadipCBD.com. Use the promo code COACHJB, all caps. Get you 20% off shipping. Get you some dips. Um, who will stay hot the remainder of this season in this college football season? Number 25, K-State, or unranked Texas Tech? This game will be played in Manhattan, Kansas. Kansas State's an eight-point favorite. Texas Tech coming off a big win versus Sarklet Texas Longhorn team and won it in overtime. Is that another precursor to looking ahead? Um, I don't know. I don't know that. Uh, I think K-State um, beats Texas Tech in Manhattan. And uh, I think it slows Kansas State's roll down just a little bit. 
I think it slows their roll. Mississippi State takes on a 17th-ranked Texas A&M. Um, what's crazy to me is the Bulldogs open as a four-point favorite. Mississippi State um, is a four-point favorite. That's interesting to me. Mississippi State's a four-point favorite to an A&M team that is coming off an Arkansas win um, and a beating Miami. I'm curious to see how that game plays out. I would like to see that. Mike Leach just does not sell me on winning in the SEC, throwing the football 60 times a game. I don't think I'm not a believer in his stuff. I, I think it's a, it's it's a gimmicky offense that you just want to throw the football around the park. There's no shot that you can win football games doing it. And I'm very very I'm very very perturbed by the reason that he will not change. He won't get out of his own way. Like as a coach, you have to adapt to your players. As a coach, you should put your players in the best position to win. As a coach, you should always be looking to evolve and grow. And he has never changed anything in 25 years. And he hasn't won anything either. So, just throwing that out there. Wake Forest looks to bounce back after a double overtime loss to Clemson, but they have three sight. They have their sights set on undefeated Florida State. Florida State's in a seven-point favorite. I think Wake Forest beats Florida State. That is my opinion. I'm going to roll with Wake Forest again for the second time in a row. I picked them against Clemson. If they do not beat Florida State this week, then Sam Hartman and the boys will never get another victory out of me. Brent Venables tries to bounce back versus TCU. TCU tries to stay undefeated. Oklahoma's a six and a half point favorite. I like TCU in this one. I like I think KU's going to struggle to get back on their feet after the tough loss at Oklahoma at K-State. I think TCU gets the win and stays undefeated. Now, here's the game of the week for me. I am very intrigued in this game. I'm going to find out real quick how good Will Levis is. I'm going to find out real good how Ole Miss is. And number 14 ranked Ole Miss takes on number 7, Kentucky. Kentucky's a a 6.5 point favorite. I think that's too many points. I think this game comes down to a field goal. I think it's a high scoring shootout. And... I'm going to roll with Ole Miss winning in a shootout. I'm going to roll with my boy Lane Kiffin and putting up points. And I think they outscore Kentucky in a shootout, 52-50. That's my pick of the week. But I'll get into it more this week. All right? I'm going to get into it more this week. Um, Sports Illustrated came out with an early bowl prediction. I'm going to give you my thoughts on this shit. Sports Illustrated is a bunch of fucking idiots, number one. They are a bunch of fucking idiots. If you come out with bold prediction right now, week fucking two, week three, you have a fucking fundamental issue, Sports Illustrated. These motherfuckers are really picking the bowl games. They came out in an article and said the Peach Bowl will be played by Georgia and Ohio State. <laughs> You got to be Nostra motherfucking Domus. You better be Nostra Domus, motherfuckers, picking this shit this early. They also said the Fiesta Bowl will be USC versus Oklahoma State. 
They said the Orange Bowl will be played between Tennessee and Clemson. The Sugar Bowl will be Alabama versus Kansas. <laughs> hey, dog. I'm a Lance Lepo guy. He does not want to play Nebraska. He does not want to play Alabama this year. <laughs> Cotton Bowl. He's got UCF playing Penn State. And the Rose Bowl, he's got Michigan versus Utah. Like, this is fucking crazy. It's unbelievable. Other bowls projected were the Music City Bowl, Minnesota playing Ole Miss. The Quest Bowl, A&M versus Wake Forest. The Citrus Bowl, Kentucky versus Michigan State. So let me get to the fucking last part of this show, brought to you by BetOnline.ag. We're headed to the climax portion of this show. You is slap dick pretty much. Why you much. call me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> We're in the climax portion of this show. A lot of your daddy should have climaxed by pulling out. <laughs> Just a little FYI to all the fucking dick riders out there. Um, the climax portion of this. Here's that one question. It's one question. It's one answer. And I'll break it down and get into it. But before I do that, um, I wanted to show you a few things here. Um, Why is Mike Trout a dickhead? Why is Mike Trout such an asshole? He can't sign these little babies fucking autographs. Mike Trout, are you that big of a motherfucker you can't sign this motherfucker? He said, not today, guys. I don't know how you feel about it. This is how I feel. This is what I would have done. I've never turned down an autograph because I just don't think you're that big of a fucking human being. I don't think anyone's that big. You're a human. You put your pants on just like those motherfuckers. This motherfucker said, not today, guys, or next time, guys, or whatever he said. Next time. So... I would actually follow that motherfucker and see him again. And I would say, here's next time, motherfucker. Are you going to do it? You are what you do, not what you say you do. Just remember that. Just remember that shit. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you. There was only two kids there, dog. They must have known he was there. There was no one else there. It wasn't like he had 100 people there. All he had to do was sign two kids' autographs. He didn't have a lot of people there. And now you are a fucking idiot. Now you're a fucking idiot. It is what it is. Um, I don't know if you've seen this, the last portion of this show, the climax, but we got this guy that's came out, this rapper, P&B, whatever. He came out, got killed, by the way. But this video is out there, and uh, I want to know if you realize what he just said. Take a listen, and please be careful what you fucking ask for, and don't ever say never. Don't ever say never, because we're all touchable, all of us. And if you want to get got, you will get got. Take a listen.
There's no vo- shit. Um. Well, that don't work. I can't unmute it. So anyway, what that is basically is him saying I'll never get touched. Somebody ran up on me once and I smoked him. And now, guess what? Don't come to L.A. talking that shit. Don't come to L.A. talking that shit. Because cats get drugged through the mud. Even the hardest gangsters in L.A. I'm just throwing it out there, dog. We are the land. Ran down on, robbed, none of that shit, bro. It never happened to me and it's never going to happen. I haven't been robbed. I haven't been ran down on. Because niggas know. Look, come correct. Niggas try to rob me a couple of times. That shit, niggas getting blicked on, bro. Niggas is getting blicked on. Niggas try to take my little brother chain. Got smoked right on the spot. Bah! He's dead, by the way. That guy right there is dead. So, <sighs> life is very precious, dog. Life is very, very precious. I don't think we really cherish it anymore. I don't think we're very. I don't think we're very smart, and we don't cherish it anymore. I'm just being real. We don't cherish this shit anymore at all. Um, it's unfortunate. All right, question of the day. This is the last portion of this show. Uh, tomorrow we'll be, we'll be back for Work Boot Wednesday. I'll be back in the morning for the morning show, and we'll be back on Work Boot Wednesday with Pat, Matt McChesney. And we're going to break down all things Thursday night football, plus all things football and real-life talk Matt McChesney brings to the table. Uh, we'll, we'll also have some guests on. Um, Thursday, I think we'll have Adam Pacman Jones on the show joining us. Friday is... is uh, Marcellus Wiley, Brandon, um, um, fuck, what was I saying? Um, I got disturbed, sorry. Um, but fuck, anyway, Marcellus Wiley will join us Friday, and uh, I'm thinking about, I'm trying to get Pac-Man Jones, we talked to him on the phone today, Pac-Man Jones will be on, uh, joining us Thursday, possibly, so we'll, we'll see uh, Pac-Man come on, he's I Am Athlete. He also has a show on Believe Network, the same network I'm on. So um, stay tuned for that. I'll let you know tomorrow. And then Sarah will be back. Hopefully we'll be back on the Work Boot Wednesday show tomorrow with Matt McChesney joining us uh, after the morning show that I have at 6 a.m. Pacific. All right, here we go. Did Scott Frost sabotage the quarterback who is currently at Kansas State, Martinez, with horrible culture and play calling? Did Scott Frost sabotage the quarterback Martinez with horrible culture and play calling? I'm asking the question because he sure looks good at Kansas State. They just beat Oklahoma. And Blake Martinez, if that's his name, is balling out under a better structured program. So, very, very interested. Um, Did Scott Frost sabotage him? Here's my take on it, okay? Here's my take on this thing. I think that Scott Frost was over his head. He thought that Scott, he, I, I think that he felt um, that it was his alma mater and he was going to come in and just absolutely get full autonomy. The crowd was going to buy in, the fan base, everybody loved him and all those things. And 
I think he was in over his head. I think he hit a wall. I think he hit a wall. I think he hit it head on, and I think it was too much for him. I think it was too much for him, and uh, he struggled mildly. And a lot of things are coming out of that Scott Frost deal right now. A lot of things are coming out as far as him and the staff, him and the players. A lot of shit is coming out. It's crazy how you lose and shit comes out, but when you win, shit stays hidden. Isn't that ironic how that works? Isn't that ironic? Brett Favre has yet to be discussed on ESPN. Why the fuck is that? Why hasn't, how haven't we talked about Brett Favre at all? But we still talk about Michael Vick. We still talk about motherfuckers out there every single day that's fucked up. Why hasn't Brett Favre even been brought up once on ESPN? I'm fucking confused as shit. I'm confused as shit how that's a fucking thing. But it is what it is. And this motherfucker's a weirdo sending dick pics to all all kind of motherfuckers. And he's yet to fucking be talked about. Brett Favre must have some dirt on some major motherfuckers, dog. He must have some dirt on some major motherfuckers. I'm just going to say that shit. Yeah, nobody cares about Mississippi. You're right, dog. It's a poor, poor situation. Um... But did Scott Frost sabotage Blake Martinez? I think, I I don't know about sabotaging his career. I think everyone needs to, I think everyone needs to uh, know their lane and understand there's more to it. And everyone has an opportunity. Everyone has an opportunity um, to right the ship. And if some... Nowadays, with the portal, motherfuckers can just bounce around everywhere. Because if you don't like it here, then you like it there. If you don't like this, you go try it out over here. It is the norm, dog. It is the new norm. So I don't understand what you guys are crying about now. This is the new norm, and this is where we are. So that's just my opinion. That's what I think it is. That's what I think about it. And uh, unfortunately, that's the deal. So... Listen, man, I'm going to end the show today on the audio side, on the after hours, after party side on YouTube. I'll stay in. You guys can come join me. If you're a member, you can call in, chop it up. You can ask, you can, you can talk to me about, do you think that Scott Frost sabotaged a kid? I don't believe coaches sabotage anybody, but that just is what it is. Uh, that's my personal opinion. Um, after hours and the after party will be right here on YouTube. Make sure you pound the like button on three. Hit it on me. One, two, three. Pound the like button before you get out of here. And if you want to stay for the after hours and the after party, stay right here. Give me a shout. Call me. I'll take all callers. Talk That Talk Tuesday is why we call it Talk That Talk. Talk and I'll talk back. But remember, you better be a member. And you better bring some heat. And it better be somebody fucking new. Um, I'm going to talk about some different things in the after hours and the after party show. But I'll talk to you guys at the 6 a.m. wake-up show in the morning. Uh, Let's break the record tomorrow. We had 480 people in there today. Let's get to 500 tomorrow morning. And I appreciate everybody joining us, man. Um, I will see you in the 6 in the morning. Make sure you go to CoachJBStore.com. Get you some fly merch. Get you a bottle of whiskey, a book, or a poster. I appreciate you guys. I will see you in the morning. After hours coming up next. Peace. I'm a chameleon, they call me, man. I can go in and walk into any 
any type of uh, any home, any background, walk down any street in, in the country, in my opinion. And I think that real recognizes real. It's a new new venture that we have. The Coach JV Show with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I am ready to do some content. Coach JV Show. The Coach JV Give it to you straight, no chaser. Sarah Blake.